Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Manja the Podcast. So we all know that one person who is always working, always on the go, just busy 24-7, or stressed out all the time. I definitely know that that person is me, and maybe that is also you. During these crazy times, I know that I have been more anxious and stressed than ever before. So this is why when today's guest accepted to be on our show, I was thrilled. Helping us release a little bit of our tension and live overall better lives, today's guest is breathwork coach and founder of Sensify, Jacob Sokol. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm good, what's up? I'm excited to connect. But yeah, like first things first, can you introduce yourself to the listeners and like explain what you do? For sure, yeah. So my name is Jacob Sokol, and for the last little bit over 10 years, I have been um, life coaching and helping people to figure out really um, what is their purpose and um, what are their unique strengths and genius and how do they live a life that is meaningful and successful instead of just being on the hamster wheel, running and running and running, trying to get to that next promotion or that next status symbol um, to really slow down and figure out who am I, what matters most, and how do I create a life on the outside that matches what is most important to me on the inside once we figure that out. Yes, of course, I just wanted to say like, Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to like join one of your breathwork sessions. It was the first time I've ever like taken any breathwork like class and it was like life changing. I'm not just saying that it was a great experience. And like I have tried meditation like for myself and like just taking some me time and to relax, but I've never like achieved being in such a relaxed state before. Like I thought I was going to like be able to clear my thoughts and relieve like some of my worries, but it actually like helped me organize my thoughts and like at the end of the session um when you told us that we could like take some more time to relax or like journal I like went straight to my notebook and wrote down all my feelings and like the ideas and thoughts that like occurred during the session and I felt so relaxed but like in a very productive way at the same time it was very it's very odd feeling so it was wonderful experience <laughs> relaxed <laughs> so, and productive you. Yes, it was really weird. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It was great. So thank you so much for that opportunity. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, I have to really acknowledge you because the practice is not really a beginner practice, although I try to present it in a beginner way. And so for you, for that to be your first time doing you know, meditation or breath work in a class, um, you're really open to it. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad that you allowed yourself to go so deeply into it. Thank you. It was great. Like I actually talked to a friend and she was like she took one before covid like in the room with the people and she was like it was life-changing for her and she was like you're gonna experience this like tingly feeling and i was like scared and like the hands like for her like you explained also at the beginning like some people experience like even like cramping in the hands or something like and she was like it was so weird and i was yeah. so scared <laughs> it was like oh my god okay let's do this but i was very i was very excited for that Thank you, you did great for sure yeah yeah you gotta come more often you gotta develop the practice yes i really would love to and what exactly is breathwork and like how does it work yeah so <laughs> i would say that breathwork is kind of like an active meditation so almost as if meditation and exercise had a baby that'd kind of be like breathwork mm -hmm. and um the practice is really simple what you do is you just as you experience you just lay down on your back and using this um, 
breathing technique that I share with people, um, we're able to bring more oxygen into the body. And in doing so, we turn down that prefrontal cortex part of our mind, which is responsible for overthinking. It's where our inner critic is stored. It's where we get in our own way oftentimes. And with that kind of monkey mind turned down, we're able to hear a deeper wisdom within us, whether you call that your inner wisdom, whether you call that your creativity or your intuition or your heart. Scientists would call it having um, left brain and right brain cohesion so that um, those those two hemispheres of the brain are synchronized. And that's when you have those insight moments, those ahas of like, whoa, like, how did I not realize that before? And yeah. um, it's incredibly powerful. It is. I never really knew about it before. And when I like researched, when I saw Sensify, I was like, this is amazing. How come I've never really learned about it? And also um, when I shared that I took like the course, the session um, with my family, I was talking to my uncle and he was like, oh, I've, I've been doing breath break for over two years. And I was like, how come you never mm. ever mention it? <laughs> Why and didn't you put me like, on? I know. I was like, really? you and he was like yeah like before um i've got into like breath work i couldn't do good work like i wasn't living my best life and he was like it's completely changed and he's more productive and like he really didn't share that with anyone he thought it was like very sacred for him kind of he was like this is like my kind of like time for me and like i was like wow that was why why are people not talking about this more often like it was really interesting to listen to him say that that was just something I wanted to share. Um, oh, you got to get him yeah. to come join us too then. I shared the link. Don't worry. Yeah. I did. He's <laughs> over there in Puerto Rico. And he was like, he was looking for different places like um, online because like there's people doing um, online courses and classes. I was like, yes, here's the link. That's such mm. a great class. So be expecting him. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah. And also like what urged you to like start Sensify in the beginning? Yeah. Well, I, the way that I frame it is I kind of grew up a screw up. Like in my earlier years, I kind of intuitively knew that the story I was being told about life wasn't true, but I didn't have the language or the wisdom or the knowledge to be able to kind of figure out what to do about that. So like when my teachers told me that homework mattered, I was like, to who? Like, why does this matter? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I got into a lot of trouble as a kid. I wrote graffiti for 10 years. I did a lot of drugs. Kind of did. I didn't know how to deal with this feeling on the inside that um, that something is off and 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 the world is kind of deceiving me or trying to get me to believe something that actually innately doesn't feel true. And so when I finally did kind of get it together and created a great career for myself doing IT in um, Times Square, New York at the, you know, my early 20s and had a great salary and a nice car and a motorcycle and like everything that I thought would be successful but still felt this void in the inside of like who am i and what am i here to do and there's got to be more to life than this and how do i deal with the fact that i'm waking up in the morning with my mind racing and not being kind to myself feeling a lot of anxiety and not even knowing it was anxiety which is even harder for a lot of people because we, we just feel like there's something wrong with us yeah. and my my thoughts were racing and I, and you know this was you know, 2008 or so. So there really wasn't as much um, 
conversation about mental health and mental wellness in the public sphere, actually going to therapy was looked at as like, oh, there's something wrong with that person. Yeah. So I remember it was almost like I was kind of in like the the self-help closet in a way and um, and really just um, said, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to figure out how do I create a life that I love and what's the other option, you know, silently yeah. suffering for decades. And like, I just knew it wasn't going to lead to a good place for me. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that led me on this, this journey of finding my own purpose and then wanting to help people figure out how do they really know themselves, love themselves, trust themselves and live true to themselves. Yeah. Amazing. That's a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. And like, can you also share with us some of like the benefits of breathwork? And like, do you believe that our community is currently undergoing another silent pandemic, which is a concept that I really haven't heard of? I just heard like, um, I read it in your website and thought it was interesting. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. Well, so can you talk about what the benefit of breathwork was when you experienced it? (laughs) Well, actually, um, it was again. It was like a very relaxing state at the beginning. I was very. I'm a very anxious person. I consider myself like I overthink everything. Even like for this very um, relaxing thing that's supposed to be breath work, I was anxious about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so nervous. Am I gonna do? Like I was like, am I gonna breathe well? Like how can you breathe correctly? You know, I was like, am I breathing right? which was like bizarre to think actually because i was like am i doing this right am i like embarrassing myself by not doing it correctly i don't know i was thinking so much but actually for me after i journaled like the journaling was perfect like after it i just released all the thoughts that i had onto the notebook and then like listening to everybody else sharing their experiences it, I felt really safe, even though we were like in a computer, just like in Zoom. I was like, wow, I'm in a really safe environment. Like I'm listening to all these people sharing. So for me, it was very, very relaxing. It was just very zen. I, I really loved the experience. So that was the benefit for me. And the rest of the day, I was like, oh, such a nice Saturday because I started <laughs> in such a good tone in the morning. It was so good. I was so relaxed. It was fantastic. For me. Amazing. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just started leading them Saturday mornings and that's kind of part of the intention is like go into your weekend feeling great. And so I'm glad that you you did. Um, and then so for me personally, I breathe and I do the breath work for, for two reasons. Um, the first is to just feel good about myself, to release any kind of stress or anxiety or tension that I may not even be realized that I'm, I'm carrying around. And it's almost like an emotional shower, just like after a shower, you feel clean, you, you know, you feel fresh doing the breath work afterwards. I'm just like, oh yeah, like today's an awesome day. Like, um, whatever was, whatever was either consciously bothering me, like something that, um, had been kind of hooking my brain and, and, and I've been looping about for a little while, like, okay, I can let go of that. Um, or just like an emotional cleanse, just feeling, you know, a lot better, um, so that's one reason is is to feel better about myself. And then the second reason I use breath work is to get my best ideas. So when that monkey mind turns down, that overthinking prefrontal cortex, um, 
personally, then I'm, I start to connect with my inner wisdom, my creativity. I did a session yesterday. I actually went back and listened to a recording of the breath work that I led that I think you joined last weekend. And I did the session myself. And afterwards, I was just like, oh my God, here are all the ideas for the week and for the year. And like just a massive um, download of like my best ideas that no amount of brainstorming or trying to grind my way into solving would have figured out. The, the way that I've described it before is like traditional problem solving is kind of like trying to walk toward a solution. Yeah. Doing breath work is like being on the highway in a Mercedes Benz with the windows down and the music blasting. Like you're going to go way further, have way more fun, wake, may more, wake may, make way more progress. And um, that's what initially really hooked me about breath work. Amazing. And like how can, because I read you also like offer this to corporations, like how can corporations benefit from like breath work sessions and how can they like implement them in their corporate environment? Yeah, well, you touched on it before when you mentioned the the silent mental health epidemic that I've I've spoken about, and you know I think that that's been going on for quite some time underneath the surface. There's been um, this kind of pushing down of our emotions because we don't have a a language in our culture and a kind of healthy way to process them without them making a mess of mm -hmm. our life or being inappropriately expressed like in the boardroom for a meeting like that's not the place for you to you know cry right like that's that's, that's probably not it generally speaking um so looking at my own life and looking at just kind of knowing that we all have this world that we live in but then we all have an inner world and our inner world is complex and not too many people um, are given a kind of roadmap for how to navigate their inner world. And with COVID and with the disruption of our society as we knew it, a lot of the crutches that we've had in place to create a stable life became disrupted. And it you know, not only sent us into isolation, but also into a lot of uncertainty. And, um, and so what I found is that, you know, a lot of employees are experiencing a lot of stress. Um, and there's a, there's a little bit more social acceptance to talk about it now, but talking about it isn't, isn't enough by itself. We need, you know, powerful practices to be able to um, support our mental wellness. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing leading breathwork inside of corporate. I led last week for a, a startup in LA and we had 50 people join the session. And what I loved particularly about that is like in the beginning of the session, I was like, all right, now is not the time to man up. Like, and for the women too, like you can allow your emotions to just come out if you feel happy, mm -hmm. if you feel sad. And at the end of that session, we had, I think, like four different men saying, like, I was bawling and singing at the same time. Like, I haven't cried like that. It was amazing. And to hear that, not just from men, but men actually in corporate um, yeah. is just really cool. So it's amazing. It's amazing being able to, to bring a more human and more relatable um, experience into into corporate. And then also what it does is it builds cohesion between the team and empathy. And it's a way where people can connect on that more human level so that sometimes when your coworker you know, is upsetting you, you might get agitated and 
just find this practice helps to bring people together in a more compassionate way where they then actually function better as a team and um and with their productivity as a whole that's amazing i think it's great to implement that in like a corporate environment like just as you said like it's great had that they felt safe and that they cried like they haven't cried in years or whatever like it's like it's because they felt in, they were in a safe environment and like they could do that and that's fantastic i think that should be implemented in many more um places overall mm. and accepted more because now like it's more popular to talk about mental health which is fantastic but there's other people there's other places i know like um back home even in my family like before when i was little i was like what is this i'm feeling i now i know it was anxious like i was feeling stressed or whatever mm. but they were they were like no you're just a child you don't feel that and i'm like oh okay and then when i went to therapy for the first time when i was 19 <laughs> i was like mm. oh so that's what it was <laughs> it was i just needed yeah. something you know like an outlet And I recently just started journaling and meditating, trying to alone. <laughs> um, but and it's it's been life changing. Honestly, I can't believe that I didn't do that sooner, like in high school in the beginning of college. <laughs> it's just like, what was I doing? But, yeah, but and I do think that we're having a kind of collective shift in our consciousness to have people who are you know 19 now being open to meditation or caring about mental wellness. Where, you know, when, when I was 19, you'd, you know, you'd get beat up for, you know, <laughs> for that, yeah. right? Like they, yeah. would, they would make fun of you for that. Yeah. They're like, no, like this person goes to therapy. She's crazy or something. It's like therapy equals crazy. And it's like, that's not how it yeah. is. That's yeah. not the truth. And now it's, I mean, I even have these conversations with my friends. Like, I was like, do you want to go to therapy? You should just to like, really. and my friends are like, no, but my issues aren't that big. And I'm like, it doesn't matter how small or big your issues are. You don't know how that builds up. And like all these different, like breath work could be such a simple thing that you can implement into your everyday or, or your, or once weekly or month. And it truly changes you. So I think it's. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. And also, I think we like, I think there should be a balance um, between like nourishing your body and your mind, like what type of food or, or like eating habits would you recommend overall? And also like to breathwork guests that would assist with their work. Well, I think this ties into one of the main themes and, and teachings that I found most valuable, which is to really follow your own inner wisdom. And to do that, we have to connect with our body. So for different people with different hormones and maybe even different blood types, they, they may have a, um, a different thing that would be ideal for them, but to be able to hear their body and listen to their body and adjust accordingly. So I'm, this is not my uh, zone of expertise, uh, you know, nutrition and, and eating, but I will say that for me personally, really listening to what my body says and, um, Drinking a lot of water for me is like the number one thing I can do to be sharper in my head, to be in a better mood, um, to feel more excited about my day. So I'll, I'll always encourage that. Thank you. And before we go, this is the last thing I want to mention. Uh, can you give some advice or breathwork tips if you can for people who like live very stressful and busy lives, almost everyone, including myself, and that maybe can be implemented as part of our daily routine, no matter how small or little it could be? Um, so again, I think this 
piece is unique to each person as well. And perhaps the question that was most helpful for me way back when was, you know, what's the number one thing that you could start doing every day for the next 30 days that would have the biggest impact for you? And then how can you do it in such a way that it's so kind of minimal that you're kind of guaranteed to to succeed. So if that's meditation, how could you commit to meditating for two minutes a day instead of 30 minutes a day? And Mm -hmm. if you meditate for three minutes or five minutes or 15 minutes, awesome, but you made that commitment to two minutes a day. And I think for each person that is going to be a little bit different. Um, For me, I remember when I was working in corporate, I really wanted to feel like I had control of my day and wasn't just sucked into email and kind of taking care of what other people wanted me to. So I would actually wake up a half hour earlier and watch my favorite show at like 6.30 a.m. just to laugh. Like back then, you know, it was like 15 years ago, it was like Seinfeld. So I'd like wake up at like 6.30 in the morning and just watch Seinfeld. So I'm like, I want to start my day laughing and feeling good instead of being sucked into someone else's agenda of what I'm supposed to be doing. So for each person, I would just have them check in and like really um, honor and own their uniqueness instead of what they're supposed to do, what would actually feel good for them. And, um, and I'd encourage them to do that. That's a great tip. Honestly, I also do that too. I wake up like an hour earlier just to like relax, not be stressed, not rush. Like, Oh, I have to get to work. I have to do this. Like, I'll just like, again, I write down like everything in the morning just to start my day off. Right. And then the day is much better when I like journal in the morning. I, I really see a difference. So that's a great, that's great advice. Thank you for sharing. So that's all I have for today. Thank you again for joining us. I'm so glad that you took the time to talk to us. So I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. And if anyone is interested in doing breath work, we've got Saturday sessions right now at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can learn more at sensify.com, S-E-N-S-O-P-H-Y.com. And you'll see like an upcoming breath work tab at the top. So come give it a try. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again and for all the love we have been receiving towards our podcast. We are so grateful that you guys are enjoying it. Remember to follow us over on our Instagram. We are at manja underscore NYC underscore official. So you never miss out on an announcement on when our new episodes are coming out. So I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye.